totally remarkable stat. Totally. Uh, when I first heard it, I thought it was I could. That can't be right. And it is. It is right. Um, all right. Let me tell you about Covenant Eyes. The world is changing. The 1950s, you know, uh, Kinsley single-handedly overthrew untold generations of societal norms with his book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. And the sexual revolution followed. The results is, uh, I mean, we no longer keep pornography away from anybody. It is everywhere. And it destroys families, destroys it. And it's on purpose. Now our children are being exposed to it in school. Do not let yourself or your kids or your grandkids fall prey to this scourge. Covenant Eyes can help you keep yourself and your family safe from pornography. Take action today. Get Covenant Eyes accountability software free for 30 days by visiting C-O-V-E y-e-s coveyes.com slash glenn coveyes.com slash glenn don't wait any longer the destruction needs to end now this software can help you It is the last hour of the Glenn Beck program. We're going to open up the phones this hour, 888-727-BECK. Anything that we missed, anything you want clarity on, any comment on what's happened this week, 888-727-BECK. We do have some comments on what is happening in Iran this week. And where are all the feminists? Jamie Kilstein joins us in 60 seconds. Mike Lindell has made the best bed sheets of of anybody. I mean, this is, you can fight me on it, but I will fight you. Um, All you hear about bed sheets is, oh, the the threat count. It's a one billion threat count. They had to kill 800 cotton sheep. They did, they had to kill them because of this one thing. Yeah, It, it, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. When you look and compare Giza Dream Sheets, they are at their lowest price ever. The sheets are 60% off, which means they are as low as $39.99 with a promo code BECK. I am a sheet snob. Stu will verify that. I am a sheet snob. And I think I've turned everybody else that works with me into a sheet snob. Um, I, I mean, I just like really soft sheets. And these are the best. And an amazing price, especially now at 60% off, $39.99. MyPillow.com. Click on the uh, radio listener special square. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's uh, MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. 
Jamie Kilstein is uh, with us. He is uh, the host of uh, F Up's uh, Guide to the Universe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still bound by uh, FCC rules. Jamie, welcome to the program. There's here's the good news. Uh, your new uh, uh, Christian boy red pilled version of Jamie Hillstein has a brand new podcast that is not going to be that podcast that is called Advice Not Taken. That's a mental health comedy podcast that's going to debut on Monday. So we will no really? longer have to awkwardly stammer through my uh, <laughs> my well, my old so title now, that I thought was edgy. So now, wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Did, did you just identify yourself as a Christian? Okay, so look, here's what happened. I know this is not what we were supposed to talk about. I've (laughs) now been to church twice since coming on uh, your stupid show, and it's so great. Like, I, I, I love it. Um, I mean, dude, back in the day, I opened for Christopher Hitchens at the Sydney Opera House. Like, it was like, um, atheist talk. And I always said I was agnostic. I I hated the term atheist just because who knows, right? Like no one's going to be like, there's no God. And then if God was like, hello, I'm here. They wouldn't be like, no, no, I've read Richard Dawkins or whatever. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, it's so funny. As I'm getting older, you know, I, uh, I did a really big stand-up show in Austin and all the comics were like, Hey man, we're going to the strip club afterwards. And I swear to God in my head, I was like, I have, church in the morning (laughs) so i have now i have been to church and by the way like the the thought of even getting like turned on by a stripper is so far gone now i remember i was at church and i was just staring at like like married couples and i'm like yeah that's the stuff like that's what i good for you good for you well are you going to be talking about this stuff on your lawn are you gonna be talking about this kind of stuff on your new podcast I think so. I really want to, I mean, the whole topic advice not taken is that a lot of times we're really good at giving advice and bad at taking it. Mm. So I do want to explore questions about, you know, past mistakes, about trauma, about trying to fix yourself, about being flawed. Um, all the, you know, that, that was the thing I, I didn't know. I just assumed Christians and everyone was just super judgmental and it, it's the opposite. It's like, no, Jesus knew we were flawed and forgives. And I was yeah. like, Oh, this Jesus fella, he's got something figured out. He yeah. Sounds pretty cool. I'll there, there, I will warn you there. You will run into from time to time, a Christian that, you know, doesn't think they're really all that flawed and judgmental, <laughs> but uh, you know, anyway, follow the Jesus dude. Anyway. So Jamie, yeah. you, you have been watching what's going on as have I um, in yeah. Iran and it's, it's phenomenal. School girls are now, are yeah. now taking off their hijabs and telling the, the moral police, morality police to beat it. Yeah. Yeah, which, by the way, morality police, I thought that was like, uh, I thought that was people being sarcastic. I didn't know that was a real thing. Like, when <laughs> I, like I thought it was like, oh, what do you do? Call the morality police. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, no, that's a real thing. And it's people with guns. And yeah, I mean, this all started because there was a, a really young girl. I think she was 22, uh, Masa Amini. And she was killed in custody for 
immoral dress. Um, again, uh, not funny so far. Stay with me. And yeah, all these women are being so brave and there are women cutting their hair on TV and you're right, they're taking their hijabs off and they're dancing, which um, is prohibited. And that to me seems like uh, number one feminist complaint uh, should be women being murdered, right? Like I feel yeah. like over man spreading over microaggression. Yep. I feel like women being murdered by the state <laughs> uh, pr- problematic. Is that what they would say? Problematic. Yeah. Uh, very, it, it's bad. Yes. It's very bad. Um, you know, this isn't the morality police in America, which is like woke Twitter yelling at me for not seeing bros in the theater. This is like women are being uh, killed for, right. for, for not dressing like a prisoner. And I think what's happened is you know, I don't want to just come on here and slam the left because I know there are so many people who care and so many people who cover the Middle East on, on, on both sides. But I think the reason this isn't the number one issue is because it's, it, it, it's white liberals not wanting to feel racist. Like we've boxed, our, boxed ourselves into such a corner that people are so scared that the only people we can criticize are like hot, white, rich, straight guys, like Chris Pratt. We can criticize Chris Pratt all the time, right? And so we have this progressive paradox where you have to put minorities on like a scale to see who's more oppressed before you defend the other one, which is insulting. Like people will be like, okay, I want to defend women, but if it's Muslims oppressing, we can't cover that because we bombed Muslims and Muslims are oppressed. Like, can we blame Johnny Depp on it? Like, it just, it takes away any intellectual honesty. Like, it's bad when we kill innocent Muslims. It's bad when women get harassed and killed by Muslims. It's bad when Asian people get hate crimes. It's bad if it's by white people. It's bad if it's by black people. You know, if a black trans homeless lady in a wheelchair was killing Muslim women, that is still bad. Uh, and I think people are just afraid to call it out. You know, uh, Jamie, I have to tell you, I I don't know if I agree with that they're afraid. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I want to tell you experience. Uh, do you remember when the Iranian government, the moral police, were throwing homosexuals off the roof of buildings? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that was kind of a big line for me. You know, I'm like, right. I think as a human <laughs> sure. being, we should stand up against yeah. that. And uh, so I went to New York and it took me a while to get a an, uh, a meeting with the head of GLAD in New York. And she came into Whoa. my office uh, along with, you know, two other assistants and um, and very standoffish. And I'm like, look, you and I, we don't have a lot in common. Um, you know, uh, but we do have one thing I think in common, and that is homosexuals should not be thrown off roofs. And um, I said, I haven't told anybody I'm having a meeting with you. And if my audience finds out that I would be willing to partner with you on that one issue, it's going to cost me listeners. But if it helps save lives and brings attention to that problem, we both should be willing to put our our differences aside. We're never going to agree on wedding yeah. cakes, but we all sure. can agree on throwing people off the roof. They didn't do it. It's a low bar. Yeah, really? very low bar. Did they, oh no! What did they say? Uh, I can't remember exactly. Do you remember, Stu? It was. It was. I think it was. Uh, we have way too much uh, that is different. 
and it it would not be something that we would. Uh, I think they just made a calculation, right? Yeah, I mean, but that we would be able yeah, to I, tolerate. I mean, dude, I like you know. I tweeted I was coming on the show before, and I got a bunch of people saying supportive stuff. And every time I come on this show. I'll lose people where they'll be like, man, what happened to you? You used to make fun of Glenn or he used to make fun of you. And it's like, yeah, man, isn't that great? Like that should be something that is applauded. Yes. Where it's, you know, that reasoning to not do something with you is the reasoning it is more important. It's like when you can get, you know, if you got Noam Chomsky and Ted Cruz sponsoring a bill together, uh, you know, I, I want to hear what that is. It was like yeah. when McCain teamed up with Fe- when John McCain teamed up with Russ Feingold about uh, uh, election reform. You just go, okay, man. Well, if those two are talking, this seems like it is a important issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's so sad how tribalized we are, and that people are so afraid of stepping foot into the other camp when all the people we admire, you know, me and you talked about this on your podcast, you know, Martin Luther King got all the people we look up to. They brought people together. The goal wasn't, uh, especially when lives are on the line, like we're seeing yeah. now in Iran, like when you met with Glad. So where, so, so the, you just think that they're too afraid that feminists are too afraid. Is there no well, feminist leader? I, I went, well, there is, uh, I mean, no, uh, probably, okay, look, liberals don't have, uh, we don't love the word leaders or, um, structure or, uh, uh getting things done, yeah. but or I, things done. <laughs> because I, I'm usually not this, um, like trite or petty, but I was so upset about the Iran thing and I haven't been on this website in a very long time, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to see if. Uh, Jezebel, I'm sure your listeners are familiar. It's a big mm-hmm. feminist website. Yeah. I'm going to see if they're covering this story. And I went last week and I rechecked this morning. Like, dude, it's not on the front page. The front page when I checked was um, the Try Guys, who I've never heard of, but I guess one of them had an affair. And then it was Jordan Peterson crying. That was the the big the big story, it wasn't women are being killed in Iran, feminists gather around, we must show solidarity and support our sisters um, overseas. It was, ha ha, the, uh, Kermit the lobster guy is sad. Let's all make fun of Jordan Peterson. And there was a whole article making fun of Jordan Peterson, which, by, and that was a story, like, that was on Twitter. All of my lefty Twitter friends were talking about that too. And... Uh, you know, then there was like a follow-up story where it's like Ben Shapiro defends Jordan Peterson crying. And that suddenly became the feminist news cycle, which wow. is so sad for a million reasons, which is like you're not defending women. You're making fun of a dude. And you're making fun of a dude who's crying because he's trying to help men, right? And I don't know what's going on with Jordan Peterson. There's some stuff he says that's great. There's some stuff that I'm like, meh. But he's certainly not the, like, Hitler-esque cartoon that people make him out to be. Like, the first time I watched him, I was like, oh, this is going to be hateful. And he was like, make your bed. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should make my bed. (laughs) That was was sort of it. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's fine. But also, and, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but a lot of people on the right, I think Matt Walsh, who I've never agreed on uh, with, uh, he, he made this point where it's like, didn't we want men to be more vulnerable 
isn't this what feminists and the left have sort of asked for? And now suddenly you have this masculine man crying and they sound like the people they're making fun of. They're like, oh, Jordan Peterson, you little girl, what, did your tampon get stuck? Are you triggered? Come on, soy boy. Like they're suddenly turning into these bullies where it's like, dude, you were the one saying that men just punch walls and don't go to therapy. And now you have a man who is crying and being emotional and you're going to mock him. And it was the first time that I sort of saw what conservatives were saying, which I always thought was a really goofy thing to say, where they're like, feminists just hate men. They don't defend women. Um, And in this case, it's like, well, yeah, you have this opportunity to defend women who are struggling so hard. It's so heartbreaking and also admirable what's happening in Iran with these women. And you're just going to make fun of a dude because it'll get a ton of retweets because anytime you make fun of Jordan Peterson, it'll get numb. I mean, they made fun of him for going to rehab, which yeah. is like crazy heartbreaking. I, I, it's bully. Stuff. I, I will tell you that I, I've been, I've been hoping that somebody would uh, start, you know, burning scarves and it would become a, you know, something that Christians and, and others would stand up uh, against and, uh, and make that go viral, uh, viral. But I think we're just too busy uh, slapping each other with bologna or whatever the, whatever the hell that tortillas. is. Tortillas, that's right. Tortillas. <laughs> no, no, no. You may be on a different website. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why you got you to gotta sign up for that sponsor. And yeah, watch. yeah, I know. I, yeah, it, you know. It's these little inconsequential things that make for funny banter during the day on Twitter and everyone gets to feel like little snarky school bullies and then it goes away and nothing has changed. I mean, man, it should be, there should be Muslims right now in America. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure there are um, talking about what's happening. Um, I know there are, but when it comes to woke liberal Twitter, it's like, hey, man, don't say you're the party of compassion and freedom and um, all this stuff when you just you publicly you, you don't care, whether it's because you're afraid you're going to be called a racist because we have this oppression Olympics on the left or whether it's because, look, man, if I would be saying the exact same thing to you, if it was happening in Sweden and if it was, you know, white girls who uh, were getting stoned for yeah. not taking off their cardigans, like right. I would say the same thing. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I have no, just because I went to church twice doesn't mean I'm just like, I respect Islam as much as I respect Buddhism, as much as I respect right. Christianity. <laughs> All that stuff. This has nothing to do with religion. That has to do with like women are being murdered. Yes. And we should probably do something. So, Jamie, give me the name of your podcast again for Monday. Yeah. So, the advice uh, is called Advice Not Taken. Advice Not Taken. Jamie Kilstein. Yeah. You can follow me on social media because I'll be posting clips. Uh, my Instagram's at the Jamie Kilstein. My Twitter is Jamie Kilstein. And then you can also go to jamiekilstein.com slash tour. I'm going to be headlining in Syracuse soon and Dallas and Fort Worth are the next two oh, we'll uh, headline gigs. Oh, we'll have to uh, let us know when you're in Dallas. We'll have to go. Uh, Jamie, thank you very much. God bless you. Keep it up. <laughs> so I've, got, I've been in church twice now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I do too. I love watching people discover things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Patriot Mobile. Line has been drawn in the sand for quite a while now, and that line isn't between Democrat and Republican or conservative and liberal. It is between, hmm, Americanism and Marxism, or I'd like to say good versus evil. 
and I take the Americanism out, you know, I don't want to put that up as, uh, you know, uh, the opposite of evil because it sometimes has been evil. But, boy, we are choosing evil over and over and over again right now. And that's not going to work for us. We have to support businesses that hold to the same values that we have. Can you save money in the process? Great. Okay. Can you give me an example? Yes, Patriot Mobile for quite a while now. They are exactly the kind of company that I'm talking about. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service support team. It's awesome. Uh, Patriot Mobile shares your values and takes some of their profits and supports organizing fighting for religious freedom, uh, the constitutional rights that we all have, sanctity of life, veterans, first responders, and they actually do it. It's not like just a token. This is what drives these people. That and saving you money and giving you great phone service. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code Beck and save. You get free activation with the offer code Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Ready. Let me go to uh, let me go to Mark in Georgia. Hello, Mark. Oh, hi, Glenn. Hey, how are you? Uh, good. Thanks, uh, sir, for taking my phone on speaker there. Sure. <clears throat> my wife and I are having a bit of a disagreement. Okay. And it, it, it's philosophical. Okay. She is spending a lot of time listening to various. Christian videos are one of these days, and the general thrust of those videos and, and messages, the heck with this world, bring on the second coming, you know, hello Christ. Good heavens. You know, get, us, get us out of here. Yeah. Uh, and that's just, like I said, the general theme from a lot of these videos one of that are out there these days. Okay. And it's a recognition on their part, and they're looking forward to things like the rapture and whatnot and so her, her attitude is a lot like let's just get the heck out of this world it sucks and you know bring on the second coming uh-huh and uh -huh. my attitude is a bit different in that we've been given a job to do while we're here on earth oh we have i do not want to i don't want to cut you short hang on i can't wait to hear the rest of this and to give you my answer on it uh, 888-727-BECK. Back to the phone in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Relief Factor is something that has truly worked in my life that gave me my life back. I am currently painting a painting of uh, Corey Ten Boom uh, and uh, her sister, uh, and there's like 10 different figures in this thing. They're in the concentration camp and it's, believe it or not, it's an uplifting picture. It's the, the moment she says, Hey, bless the fleas. Corey goes nuts. Anyway, uh, I've, I can't tell you how many hours I've spent. I put about 150 hours maybe on this one. This is really difficult. Uh, and, uh, I'm not having my hands shut down. I'm not having my hands go into cramps and not being able to, uh, paint and hold a paintbrush. 
That is remarkable. And that is all thanks to Relief Factor. The three-week quick start developed for you is $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Try it. 70% of the people go on to order more. So Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. It has worked for me. 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. We are basically one month before this election. We have a big preview on Studios America tonight. Part of blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome, uh, Mark. You were in Georgia and you were just asking a question. Your wife and you are having a disagreement. She believes in the rapture and she's just like, Let's just Christ is coming. Let's just bring it on. And uh, and you feel the opposite that. What? Well, it's more like. Reading scripture when we've got we've been given commands, we've been given jobs to do here on Earth. There's stuff that's supposed to be happening that, frankly, in my view, we as Christians have been falling down on badly. And. Worrying about whether you know the rapture is going to come tomorrow or next week or next month is a misplaced priority in my view. And we should be focused on what it is that we're supposed to be doing here. Mm-hmm. And God, God will sort out when things are going to happen. After all, no man's supposed to know the day, the hour, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's fine to be alert to what the season is, I guess. Mm-hmm. But make, making that the focus of what your life is about seems a different kind of idol worship to me. So um, I think you're well thought out here, Mark. Um, First of all, let me just say this, and this is not to denigrate. It's just to, for understanding, I don't believe in the rapture. um, And, but I don't denigrate people that do. I honestly, I hope you're right. Unless you have to believe in the rapture to be raptured because then I'm left behind. But, um, uh, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of people I really respect and love who do believe in the rapture here in Texas. And mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've often thought and said to a few of them that are my friends, um, you know, we've been thinking that the end uh, of times is coming. I mean, the apostles thought it would happen in their lifetime. And I'm sure right. that people back in the 1930s had to think this evil look at what is spreading you know and and yes we have now many more prophecies that have been fulfilled and i actually do believe we will see christ in our lifetime so i believe we are in those days however while i am um doing everything i can to prepare my spirit uh my family and to help build the kingdom I am also doing the other things I was sent here to do. Um, I have to, we live, we, we can live in the world and still not be of the world. Uh, and that's what you, you really have to do uh, is take care of all of the things that you have to go out and vote, be involved, you know, stand up for what is right. You, you can't, you're not a, uh, you're not a champion for Jesus 
if you're not helping, healing, uh, and standing up against evil, uh, I mean, it just seems like uh, the person took his talents and buried it. Well, you didn't do anything with it. What, what did you do with it? You, you, you need to expand this. Um, you know, and I think exactly. you're right. We are all sent here at this time for a reason. So we have to do what we can do and not live as if Jesus is coming tomorrow. Because honestly, I mean, you know, the worst part of me would go out and buy a Ferrari. If I knew Jesus was coming next week, <laughs> you know, I I drive it to go feed the poor. But I'm not going to have to make the payments, so why not? You know, you gotta you gotta look at um, uh, live your life like it's the last day, which means do everything you can to live like Christ instead of live like there is no tomorrow. Exactly, and I didn't mean to imply that the live like there is no tomorrow. No, no, I know that. I know yeah. that. I'm not talking about your situation, but. Some people will would look at it that way if they thought. I mean, that's why, you know, that's why uh, governments never want to say, hey, there's a giant asteroid coming our way. and We're all going to die because a lot of people would just be like, all right, then anything goes. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Um, I hope you work it out. Let me know what 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 happens, if you will. Um, I think we all are here to build the kingdom of God. And um, this is part of it this is part of it um we have to feed and and serve and love each other uh and you know i i would prepare for tough times because if it's you know hedge your bet a bit because if it's not if the rapture isn't right or jesus isn't coming uh you don't want everybody to be starving hungry you know and if and if it is the rapture can you leave some food for us, you know, behind? Because, you know, some of us are really trying to do the right thing, but maybe we didn't believe what you did, and God is like, ah. But can you leave something behind for us? It's typical you'd worry this, about food. I'm just, that of course. This ice is, cream. Where are we going to get it? Uh, let me go to Clint in Texas. Hello, Clint. Wouldn't it be great, though, if Jesus came in an ice cream truck? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Glenn, thanks a lot for taking my call. Sure. Hey, listen, so I have a different take on this whole Biden marijuana pardon thing. Yeah. Um, something that, that I think that people aren't really thinking of. In my mind, this is a voting polls disruption. Uh, you've already mentioned that, hey, you know, there are no there are no prisoners in uh, yeah. federal bureau of prisons that, that have uh, – marijuana possession charges right Correct. so so most of the marijuana possession charges are at the state level mm-hmm. uh felt you know felonies or whatnot so you take the average uh, american that's uninformed they're gonna i think they're going to believe that hey now i can go vote you know i've got a state charge a felony charge for marijuana possession now mm-hmm. i can go vote so they're going to go up and they're going to disrupt i believe this is just my take now whether or not what whether or not they meant to have meant for this to happen, I think it is can be a result of this decision that people can disrupt the flow of uh, voting at vote at the polls because of this decision. 
What do you think about that? I think that's uh, I think that's really good. It's very interesting. Yeah, and one part we didn't really focus on when we were talking about the marijuana thing is that Biden not only did this federally, where there are literally zero people in prison for this currently. I mean, they may have plea bargained down, but they were dealers. Uh, yeah, to be but, charged federally, you're a dealer, right? And they and the people that there's nobody left in prison right. for this, uh, so it didn't have, have an effect in that way. But he, what he did say is he wanted to start. Uh, he he said, I, uh, I overtly, want I want governors to do this as well. He's trying to start a movement to get these th- these crimes wiped off. And of course, if these crimes are wiped off, and the way it plays out, there's obviously a bunch of ways it can go. But if it plays out into uh, a, a way where these people um, would receive their voting rights back. Even if it's not this election we're talking about, long term, you probably are adding a bunch of voters to the rolls. It's and, crazy. And, you know, marijuana legalization is uh, is relatively popular these days. Right. So. It, but it's it's not. It, it's the fact that this is happening right before an election. These people mm. are so shameless. Oh, it's so just, shameless. At the very least, he's trying to buy votes yeah. from people who favor this. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me go to uh, Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello there. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Go ahead. You're on. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say that I live in Pittsburgh, not too far from Braddock, PA. And uh, not everyone in this area or even in Pennsylvania is looking to vote for Fetterman. Oh, I know that. Yeah, it's close. It's, close. it's a close, very close race. I'm just wondering why close, anyone I mean. <laughs> is voting for Fetterman. That's Yeah, I, I, that's what I say. Yeah. I, where I live, there's still Trump pen signs all over the place. Mm. So... And people would always say things like, um, well, I'm leaning. And then you'd say, what do you mean? And they'd, they'd go, they'd lean into you and go, I'm voting for Trump. So do you think the Back polls then. are maybe a reflection of that? Yes. Oh, I don't know anybody yeah. around here. And this is Allegheny County where he lived who wants to vote for him. Hmm. Well, that would be uh, that would be fantastic, Brian. Thank you for your call. I tell you, th- this is the number one uh, race on my list as most important races because it tells us something about the people of Pennsylvania. It tells us where they are, and you know where a lot of places in America are. I guess if you would bra- if you would uh, vote for somebody who does not have the capability to do the job, and you know that. Um, then you'll accept anything. You will literally accept anything. And you play little mental games like, oh, well, he's going to be, uh, you know, he's, he's not going to last. And so uh, they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll force him out or he'll retire and then they'll appoint somebody. That, that's not the way this system works. You don't do that. You look at the two candidates. Who can handle the job? Who can represent me? You don't have a radical in Dr. Oz. If you're a liberal, I, I mean, I, really? Because I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty hard-bound conservative that believes in the Constitution. He's not the guy I'm stumping for. But if I have the two of them, there's no question. There's no question. Just based on the ability to think and speak and act. The other one, there's two other races that I think are really important that that will say a lot. If the Republicans or I'm sorry, if the Democrats can get away with taking a CIA agent in 
a very used to be a very constitutional style state of uh, Utah. And they and the press can convince that population that Mike Lee is a radical. Mm. That's phenomenal. And it's an important race because if it works, you will see it everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Especially in red states. They will attempt to take away elections with candidates that are posing as independents or Republican leaning that are actually going to just caucus with Democrats. And a group group of people that will look at Mike Lee, who these people were raised on the Constitution. And at this time, where the government is out of control, they will throw their support to a CIA operative. I, I mean, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. And the third one is Carrie Lake. Uh, well, I, I would put um, Arizona, Blake, generally. Arizona yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blake Masters thing, you know, I can see because uh, uh, Mark Kelly is just playing, you know. Well, I'm I'm just like you. I'm I'm for all the things you're for. Remember those stories of the Arizona senator pushing back against the Biden administration? That was me. I right. was just wearing a dress and glasses those days. It's so I, unbelievable. I identified as cinema. Why? Okay. That is all really right. what he's trying it to pull really off. Is. It's amazing. It really is. Um, you know, but I think the the one that really s- says a lot is uh, Carrie Lake. This is a woman who hasn't hired a single person uh, as an advisor. She's she's really? she th- yeah, she thinks all of these advisors are ridiculous. They don't know what they're talking about. Hmm. And she said that she's just going with her gut. Her husband is her main partner in this. And I do believe she's real. I think she's polished because she's been on television. But I do believe she's absolutely genuine in what she believes. And I think she is a really strong woman. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see. Does somebody who just shoots from the hip and says, look, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not listening to the experts. And I'm being outspent seven to one. If she can win in Arizona, Mm. that's a big statement. More in a minute. Okay, I want to talk to you a little bit about gold and gold line. Uh, right now, if you missed earlier in the podcast, we showed you how right now our national debt is $31 trillion. And because the interest rates have gone up on our own debt, we are now responsible for another $2 trillion just in paying the global banks $2 trillion in debt every year, every year. If our budget is four uh, trillion, and we now have an extra two trillion that is just the service on the loan, the interest rate, you think they're going to cut this budget by two trillion? No, they'll borrow four trillion, and it just spirals out of control. Please, please, I'm not asking you to buy anything. I am asking you to understand we are in an insane world. And I've always said that gold and silver for me is, an, a, is a, a hedge against insanity. We're here. Okay? This, this is it. We're here. Please consider taking some of your money and buying something physical. 
you know, your 401k and IRA, those can be converted into holding some physical gold or silver. Goldline will help you on that. But please consider this. And right now, if you buy a box of 20 graded historic $5 Indian gold coins, you'll get a five pack of the Maple Flex bars at no additional cost. Five bars times 19 pieces in each Maple Flex bar. It's 95 free legal tender silver pieces from the Canadian Mint. Okay. Um, and you get you get that with each qualified order. So call Gold Line today. Find out how to acquire these unique and very popular, extremely important products at Goldline. One eight six six Goldline. One eight six six Goldline or Goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program.